Hi, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Leon. And this is Bad Tales. Look how dark it's been. Do you know what? Don't be looking up a skirt. <laughs> socks on. I'm again, really sick. Leon, happy dad tells day. Happy dad tells day, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good. You well? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Got like a cheeky smile on your face tonight for some reason. I don't know what it is. I think I've missed you. You've got a cheeky cheeky smile. I've missed you. I think I'm so excited to hear how your week's been. No, it's been steady. It's work and weather's turned rubbish. I tell you what, I did make them stay this week. I took Ava to football. And I set off and the sun was out and I thought, yeah, I'll be fine. I went in shorts and t-shirt. I got there, it turned dark. I was absolutely freezing. The point where Ava's, you know, packing up and stuff and helping pack a bottle. I'm like, Ava, get here. I'm like, home. Freezing. <laughs> You're one of them dads that turns up everything in shorts and flip-flops. Yeah, well, I, tonight I took Noah and um, I was, I was, I misjudged it. I looked out and thought, I'm not making that mistake. I had a big pack on, jeans, jumper on, the works. Everyone else got there was in shorts and t-shirts. It's nice and warm. <laughs> to be fair, I was going Chucking it down all day. It's been raining, but it's not. It's been a mild night. Yeah. Whereas, like I say, last couple of days it's been freezing. Isn't it weird how it's just all of a sudden turned cold? Yeah, it's Missed, like an overnight thing. I must have slept through it somewhere. We've um, had, well, no, we've had no right summer. Have we? Yeah, I think we've had a steady away. We had the best summer like last year. Last last year was glorious, but we've had an all right summer. Last we? summer was compensation though, because nobody could go, go anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, it was all nice and garden. We had that much rain this year. It's not really? been nicest, though, has it? It's not been many days. This is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about the weather. Right there. there is something else I want to talk about, which you've completely just glossed over. Where was you this weekend? On a stag do. How rough was you this weekend? Fine. I thought you was the stag at one. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> the picture I saw of you, and the, what, multiple pictures I saw of you, I'm thinking, boy, this guy's not coming up. <laughs> no, it was all right. It was... Um... I mean, the stag itself, boy, he drank some beer. Yeah. Did well. I don't know what it is. I thought the older you get, the more calm down you got. No. Doesn't seem to be the case, does it? No. No, no. What was your excuse then? Did you just pile it in? Yeah. And the food. <laughs> <laughs> but just yeah, no, it was good. It was, it was completely crazy. It was a good weekend. It's good. Steady away. Yeah. You was just going to slightly gloss over that, because you? you do get in some proper states, don't you? Oh, I always. That's my problem. I've got no filter. I've, I mean... In Benidorm, yeah. I mean, I went 100 mile an hour from being all right to the next thing, you drag it in. your filter, isn't it? When I start being sick, <laughs> that's, stop, when, yeah, turn that's the when I'll off. slow down and then I'll, I'll start up again. Yeah. Nice one. Good deal. Good deal. Much on, else on this week? I watched um, Fury Fight. Not Fury Fight. I watched AJ Fight, which I was a little bit disappointed with AJ. I, I mean, Usyk. Clap, clap all day long. I, I said, I said, for Fight died, Usyk's a good boxer. And I'm not being an after-time rider there. Yeah, see, I'm the other way. I don't actually think he is. Yeah, I think Usyk, I think, oh, he's good. I think, he's like a poor man's fury in the fact that he can, he can actually box. There's a few things about it. A, I don't necessarily think he deserves that title shot. I think he's, he's only fought like two or three fights at heavyweight. Yeah, I know, but he's mopped up that cruiserweight. Yeah, and really, but, there's nowhere else for him to go. And he's established and proved. But there's other people that have been fighting at heavyweight all the career. Don't get me wrong, yeah, there is a few like... The, um, I just think he's jumped... I feel like he's jumped the queue, yeah, let's put it that way. But Dillian and Cesaro... <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, Cesaro, no. He's doing his time, like you say, he's, he's been around fighting. But he keeps getting beat. Well, he's still doing his, he keeps doing his getting time. Beat. Yeah, well, I, I've I've done one fight. <laughs> I won't talk about that. No, let's not talk about that. Um, yeah, so I think the thing was that I, I've only seen bits of it, so I can't massively comment, but the things I've read and the things I've seen, 
it just didn't look like he was in mood for it. No. The thought fight, like when he was doing his ring walk and stuff, he looked really like smiley. Like, you know, like happy and stuff. And I thought, oh, this isn't a good sign because... If, He's not normally like that, is he? Well, he's normally serious face. He got in the ring and I thought, oh, thank God for that. He went all stern and like stern face. And I thought, all right, he's turned it on. He's, he's ready for this. But my concern when he was walking down, I was thinking, this guy looks too happy. Like, easy payday type thing. I'm thinking, geez. Because you're going to get in the ring with someone. You can't be all like smile and joke. I don't know if you're a can because he's got some sort yeah, of weird It takes switch. a special character, doesn't it? Yeah. I, suppose. I, don't, I don't think AJ's out like that. But And when you look at... When you look at Fury, he does that all the time. Yeah. That's his thing. Same as you go back Mind to games, like yeah. the Prince Nazim and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What he used to do, yeah. that was his thing. If he'd have walked in Ring all series, you'd have thought, well, something's quite wrong. Right, yeah. yeah, stick to what you know, AJ. That's, yeah, that's my coaching tip. <laughs> <laughs> well done. But I mean, like I said, I think everyone thought, I think everyone thought AJ was going to get, just going to steamroll over him. Yeah, I didn't think he'd steamroll, but I definitely thought he'd win. I just thought he's, he's just bigger, stronger. And and now I think, well, maybe has he been caught out? No, I, I, just I, not... I genuinely think Usek has not got the appreciation he deserves. Enough. I, like I say, going into that fight and not being after time, like I've already said, I, I knew think, it could be hard yeah, I think as well, AJ's like, it doesn't seem to put a foot wrong, does he? I mean, outside the ring, mm. everything he says, he's very humble, he's very uh, respectful of his opponents and stuff. And I just think, I don't know, it feels like the the sort of cloak he's got yeah. slipped a bit and it's like I don't know it, it didn't feel that something was right with me mm. I felt, felt there was something wrong and when you're going into something like that you've got to be 100% on it sure. you know you look at them the other fights previously that things like that have happened and you just you just know but I love a bit of boxing but I didn't see it because it's on a stupid pay-per-view <laughs> not going to change is it no until then I would potentially pay for it if there was a big good undercard yeah but there's never a good undercard there was for, was it Fury Klitschko? Oh, no, it was, i tell you what it was, it was Hay and Bellew. I think the first one, the first one had a really good undercard. Because I think I paid for that one, and I was quite happy to pay for it, because I thought there were six or seven good yeah. fights here. Yeah, I wish I'd seen um, Campbell Hatton. Yeah, he's looked good, but yeah. apparently he didn't perform as well. No. He got taken to points, did he? Yeah, apparently got lucky as well, they were saying. I didn't see it, but yeah. I got lucky. Anyway... Anyway, we, yeah. people are interested in boxing, let's move on. Yeah, definitely not. Do you know how my week's been? Go on, you tell me how your week's been there. So, it's a bit worky, but it's how I've spent most of my week. So we've done a very different week at work this week. We've been out and about trying to engage with people a bit more, mm-hmm. which has been great. It's nice going to businesses, it's nice talking to people. It's nice getting on the phone and just doing a bit of a bit of salesy stuff, just having a bit of a, a chat and things like that. And we did a day, it was Friday, and... The old door knocking, you know, going up to businesses. Oh, for a minute, I saw people's doors, like, literally, <laughs> the home office. Do you want to finish it? <laughs> yeah, no, knocking, going to businesses and just seeing what their status was for any type of training for their staff and things. And I've got to stress this, the majority of people were polite and all right. But there's one or two that I just think, man, you are being rude. I get, you know, as soon as you go somewhere, don't get me wrong, you know, Go back to my days at Leisure Centre. Somebody would walk in and your defences are up straight away. No, not to do with me. You can't do anything. You've got to see the powers of it. Get that. But don't be rude about it. Really? Yeah. And just like, there's just no need. And I think there's a time where you just think, just let's just be nice. Why can't we just yeah. be nice? But then this got me thinking. So this then I completely flipped. Not like angry. <laughs> <laughs> just like kicking, kicking up. No, I completely flipped and came, then kind of thought, 
you may be doing that for a reason. Maybe there's something going on in your personal life that I obviously don't know about that's kind of affecting how you talk. You know, your mother might be in there. Mm. You may have missed out on a promotion. Your kid might not have made the school football team. So then I start to be a bit more, what's the word? A bit sympathetic. Sympathetic. Yeah. Thank you. We're on a, we're on a wave, me and you. A wave. Yeah, a bit more sympathetic. I mean, this the horse has already bolted at this point. I've already stormed off grumpy at this point. <laughs> but when I go back and think about it, because it churned me up a bit. And then I, so I think just be aware that people might not be as nice as you want to be, but they might have other things kind of going on in their life that you know nothing about that they just don't mean to be, but they have been a bit grumpy. So just don't be a tool. Be nice. Try and be as nice as you can. But then if people aren't, just be a bit more resilient to yeah. it. Let's just go, do you know what? You've been grumpy. Hey, I hope you have a better day tomorrow. Nice. Quite like that. That was <laughs> until. So you've seen tonight when you've come out, I've redone my front garden. Mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to make it as nice as possible. Uh, finished it only this week. Uh, went out on Sunday morning, I think it was. What is lying on my doorstep? Oh, Not one pile, two piles. I'm going to say it. A dog's come onto your garden. Well, it looked too big for cat poo. It, two I want it this weekend, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> two piles. If this is a dog, right, somebody has allowed that dog to come into my garden, upon my doorstep, that's and then good, just go... Nah. That's some good skills if you're doing it on your doorstep. Not on the doorstep, but right in front of the door. So I have got a step that comes into the house, but like right in front of it. So not just in the gateway like through the gate and then right do you reckon it did it first times you've walked past you and not way back had another one on the way back if i enjoyed it there i'll have another pass yeah, it was so comfy <laughs> you've been serious yeah, i'm genuinely serious and i was absolutely fuming about it and then i thought well if somebody comes and knocks on my door now this is the time where i'm going to be the grumpiest they don't know that i've just had to clean crap off yeah. my own doorstep i just thought if you own a dog Part of your responsibilities of having a dog is that you clean up his crap. You know yourself, you've got a son. You have to go around with a bag and clean yeah. up his poop when you go out for a walk. I can't I it. Honestly, it genuinely looked too big to be a cat poo. And there was two of them. So to me, a dog's come in, done it. And, then, and it's, it's, if you're a dog owner, if you are that dog owner and you've allowed your dog to crab in my garden, well, may I hope you get something really bad happen to you. <laughs> Because it's just awful. And you, know, you know if this person's having a bad time or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Give the or her. Oh, okay. Yeah, you completely changed my mind now. <laughs> just, I genuinely just can't believe it. I, I, I'm with you. I, I find there's no excuse for not cleaning up after a dog. But while we're on this, right? The other day I went for a run. Would you believe it? And um, You lie. You lie. Well, I say it was the other day. It was, it was a while ago. But I went to Ermin. And I went, do you know, over the bridge and down, yep. and he's nicked it. And it was, it was a bit dusky, so the light wasn't great. That's when some horse poo. Oh. Right? Man. Now, am I supposed to be as mad that I stood in horse poo, or am I supposed to be less mad because he's a horse? I don't get why horses get to crap everywhere. I I've, get said, I've said this before as well, and the thing is, you like get, I get police horses, but surely there must be somebody there. A bag on back. Why is he taking a bag on back of it? Like a nappy. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I stood in it and I was like, because I like sort of stood in it, like sort of like nearly slipped. And I was like, what? And I was like, there's horse poop everywhere. What, what is going on? 
So, I mean, I carried on running like, well, after I kicked it around a little bit. <laughs> but I was like, I was just saying, if it, if it was dog poo, I'd have been kicking off just as much, if that makes sense. But I don't think what anyone... What difference does it make? Yeah, it's yeah, but, poo, if, I, if I said, oh, I saw some horse poo, I'd go, well, that happened, doesn't it? Should it? I don't get it. So are we accepting that horse poo's allowed in dog poo? I, by sounds of it, yeah. Because I, I, you never see them pick up horse poo. I, I just won't come back later on and pick it up. What's the, what's the etiquette with the horses? Oh, I don't think they do, do they? But anyway, yeah, so, and to the fact that someone walked a horse down that little narrow corridor was unbelievable as well. Do you know what I'm on about? Do you know yeah, what I'm on about? I, yeah, I do. It's know, quite narrow yeah. with trees and stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the thing when I slipped, when I slipped in, I didn't fall over all. <laughs> but when I stood in that, I was like, like, I thought it was like, you know, sludge or whatever. And so I had a proper look, and it was like, it was like there's a lot of leaves and stuff as well down yeah. there, so it's probably not easy to see I'm either. Like, so. What is going on here? Yeah, I don't know. I've always thought this. And I, I, yeah, I just don't get it. Because like I say, like police horses and stuff are generally in like towns as well, mm. aren't they? So you just like park in the street. Yeah, and leave it. And then just leave it. Is it less, um, I don't know, less dangerous? Less Stinky. Good? I don't know. I don't know. I just find it, I found the whole thing strange. You don't want to walk it in your house, would you? No. And then the other ones, farmers leaving car parts in fields. What's going on? <laughs> the farmers pick them up because obviously they should be just poo everywhere. I, that's something I don't understand. I don't think they do. Why are you walking in fields? <laughs> Chasing goose. <laughs> yeah, but like you think that cow's been in there for I don't know how long, over a year. Surely it's covered the whole area, or is it eating it? I don't know. Is it, Where do they go? It's biodegradable, isn't it? And it just disappear, it wash away. Is that what happens with horses as well? Maybe. Yeah, but on a path, it would be difficult on a path. I don't know. Does anybody else know? Yeah. Is there anybody out there that understands why? Because I mean, like like pigs and stuff, you have to go in and clean them up, don't you? And stuff, because you don't go nowhere. You have to come in and clean well, the and that. Yeah, but that just upsets them, doesn't it? <laughs> Clean the pigs die. They were happy as a pig in <laughs> Yeah. Maybe we could take horse nappies to Dragon's Den. The very niche market. Well, there's a lot of horses out there. But then you could like get as mini ones for dogs. Mini dog nappies. That's probably a thing. It probably is to be fair. Probably I like that. I, I, I'm not on, I'm not on I have a tortoise, you know what I mean? So mine poo's very small. I'm I'm not I'm not a dog owner, so I don't really understand. Like, is it is it that much of a hassle? I mean like I say I pick my tortoise poo up. I don't find it. I don't find it the worst thing in the world to do. Do you know what that I do find quite amusing as well? When I go somewhere, say I'm in car and I drive down the street and I see somebody with a with a, like a big dog, and they're carrying a, like a massive bitch. Yeah. I think how far have you carried that? Well, <laughs> Where are you carrying it to? Well, what I love is do you know you see these dog owners that are like tie the dog poo bag to the the neck of the dog. It's like well, you did you carry it type thing. Have you seen people with that? No. See a few times. You like see this dog just like walking with like a bag of poo swinging around his neck. And I'm always like, yeah, you, you tell it. That's punishment. It's like everybody's nose in it or something. But yeah, I see that a couple of times, I think. Maybe you should try that with Noah. Oh, oh, yeah, he's around his ear. <laughs> just fasten it to the zip of his jacket or something. Yeah, disgusting behaviour. Absolute yeah. disgusting behaviour. What a bad week you had then. Yeah, it just proper upset me, that. Proper just like, yeah, I just couldn't get... It, it hurt, honestly, I was upset. Mm. I was upset. Could worse could have stood in it. And the thing is, as well, I then had to clean somebody else's mess up. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the worst. Like, I get rubbish sometimes blows into my garden, and that annoys me. I'm like, yeah. Pick up your rubbish. Don't, don't put it on the floor. Do you know what I mean? Animals. We maybe should change this week's pocket. Grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, if anybody knows why why you as a dog owner don't pick your own doop up, then just let us know. Yeah. There might be a valid reason. Uh, this week's facts. Come on, it's your turn for me. So, facts. Facts, 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 facts. Right, so, fact or fi- fiction, fact or fake? Well, so, you're going to give me two facts. One's yeah. real, one's not real. Yeah, so, fact one. 
elephants can hear with their feet. And what's your second one? The shortest commercial flight is 30 seconds. Oh, these are both good. Because I don't think any of them are true. <laughs> but obviously one of them is true. Yeah. Oh, dear me. I mean, with everything that's going on in the world, with regards to the environment, I'd hate to think we're sending a jumbo jet up to fly for 30 seconds. Which one is it, my friend? But then why would elephants be able to listen through their feet when they've got such big ears? <laughs> Maybe it's just like prosthetic, and I don't do know prosthetic. Is that a word? Uh, aesthetic. Aesthetic, yeah, that's it. Just... Prosthetic. <laughs> yeah, like as well. fake ones. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I'm going to go with fake, the elephant one. Because I think I would know that. I've watched a couple of programmes on elephants. You're going fake elephant. Fake elephant. So there's, an, there's a flight that lasts for 30 seconds. A commercial flight lasts for 30 seconds. Yeah, because I think we live in a world where that is just stupid enough to actually happen. Do you want Yes, please. So do you want which one's true or which way do you want it? Well, I just want to know if I'm right. You're wrong. Oh, am I real? Yeah, so elephants, unbelievably, can hear with their feet... This you, is a, you think their enormous ears would pick up every sound, but it turns out to detect noises from far distances, they also hear through their feet. Is that like vibrations? Vibrations, yeah. So they'll, they'll pick up like movements and stuff. Now regarding the flight one, so the shortest commercial flight in the world lasts not 30 seconds, 57 seconds. 57 seconds. So there's like a, there's a commercial flight that lasts less than a minute. Man, I'd love to last 50 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and where's it from and so? So, uh, you've done way better than this. Than the long air flight is between Scottish Islands, Westery, and Papa. It, it, it takes just 57 seconds. The distance is 1.7 miles. It's the shortest commercial flight in the so world. So, it's, it's one of them that it has to happen because. Yeah, you, location, you probably yeah. can't get off that island to get onto the, the mainland yeah, yeah. type thing. I mean, fact, 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 fact. That's ridiculous. The money that must cost must be unbelievable. It's a commercial flight as well, so it's not like some guy in his own little... <laughs> can you not get on a boat? Maybe, maybe it's too choppy. Because it says in strong winds, it can take, last longer, so I wonder if it's too choppy to get a boat through yeah, it. I don't yeah. know. Like, you, you, won't, you won't get a big liner. I bet a liner can go through it, but a, a little boat probably can't take the waves or something. Yeah. What? Like an American quarterback? Yeah. One of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Linebacker. Linebacker. <laughs> That's one for our American listeners. We do. But oh, yeah, wow. so... What's the shortest flight you've ever been on? Uh, I've I've been on one. I think France is shortest I've been. Yeah, I've been France on the plane. Is it about an hour? I think it's less than it. I think In like so. 45 minutes, because you get up to altitude, don't you? And all of a sudden you're on the way back down again. It's weird, because it's like... You think an hour is just not a long time. But when you're on a plane, because you know it's you know it's only short, you kind of think, oh god, only twenty minutes in until I've been here for ages. Yeah. I suppose with a plane it's different because you sit on it for half an hour before you go anywhere. Yeah. I tell a lie. I've been to Dublin on a flight. Oh yeah, is that even less then? Yeah, and we went from Donny to Dublin, and that yeah, that was that was that's even closer, isn't it? Yeah, that's. that's I think that could be. I think that could have been like an half an hour flight or something. There'll be people who get like from one side of one state to another, like you know, in America, like like from state to state, and I bet they're like yeah. Half an hour I whatever. suppose a lot of their states are as big as our country, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. So you know, if you imagine flying from yeah Scotland to London, yeah. I know someone who flew to Cornwall this summer. They went from Doncaster to Cornwall. Wow. Yeah, but it's like an eight-hour drive. It's an eight-hour drive, but it's still like a forty-minute flight. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I'm trying to. 
Um, I mean, to be fair, I was talking to somebody a while ago, and I can't think what the trip was, but it was something like Newcastle to Manchester or something like that, and it was cheaper to fly than it was to go on train. What? That's just something's wrong, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, this is this is where we need to go back to, um, like nationalisation of things, because nationalisation works on an average. So you pay the same ticket no matter what, and it, then it wipes its face, whether it be full on. Whereas at the moment we have this really weird. If at peak time the private business are absolutely destroying the people that need to work in them times, pushing through nose, and then that's it. Now that's everything else. That's just profit. Mm. Whereas, like, so if you had like the nationalisation and it's subsidised by the the like apparently like in France and stuff like that, you can go from like one side of France to the other for like I don't know fifty sixty quid because it's all subsidised by the government and the the well better use so the better so people won't drive them distances they'll get on the train it's like a if you do the trip anyway you might as well do it like with fifty people instead of fifty cars chunking down the road so it yeah, works yeah. better for the environment it works better for the economy and it's better all round and the trains are really well looked it's after. It's like it's so. not been fully thought through, is it? Do you know what I mean? That's it. I, I got a train once. It was a work train, and it was from, I think it was from from here to Birmingham. So it's like a two hour drive, yeah. isn't it? And it was like ninety quid. I'm like, that's. I mean, I won't pay for it, but I'm just thinking that's ridiculous. And for most of it, I didn't even have a seat. Yeah, but if if, you, if that was thirty quid, think how many people would probably take the train. And then that's the, that. And then cars are off the road. Then yeah, congestion out of cities. Exactly, and what that's doing for the economy is massive. And this way it comes back to well, the big fat cats who own the business are going well. Actually, I've just made ninety quid, so I don't need the other three people. Yeah, I've, it's it's strange, isn't it? Because like you say, I mean, we've we've both been on trains. I'm sure at a certain time we're just like thinking, there's nobody else on here. Yeah. We've been on flights before where it's been fairly empty, yeah. and it, it, I just don't get the the mentality for it. Yeah, because looking back in Barcelona, you said it was empty. Yeah, it was really. Yeah. There was loads of seats. We could add rows to ourselves. Yeah. I mean, you're sending a full plane there. I get that you fuel it accordingly, no, but, if you, but you're still putting it into air. I was going to say, that's when you put, like, bums on seats of going, right, it's 30 quid. Anyone want to fly, do you know what I mean? But the, yeah, the, yeah. the fact cats are they've probably still been selling tickets at 200 quid. Do you know what I mean? Thinking, Ridiculous, I'll take the trench quid, you know, because they're going better than having a... F- it's like football and stadiums. I'm sorry I'm changing, digressing. I never get, like... like, And I'm not having to go at Man City, but everyone's moaning that the stadium's empty. Well, if it's empty anyway, give them to local schools, pound a ticket, fill it to rafters with kids. Yeah. The problem being with that is that the more people in the stadium, yeah, the more police they have to yeah, pay for, the more uh, yeah. stewards. Yeah, I, know that. Exactly. I get it, but I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You just think, why can you not have the exp- let the experience happen? Yeah. You know, for, for what you're losing out... Well, they lost anyway. They've next, lost the income, so... But you've got a next generation of customers yeah. there, and they'll go, oh, I'm getting to go watch football. I'm going to buy a shirt. Yeah, buy a, buy a hot dog, buy a... Yeah. All, all adds up. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We are proper grumpy renters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not normally like us. No. We have a moan. Um, that leads us very nicely onto your plonker of the pod. So, plonker of the pod this week, I'll kick things off, and it actually ties up with what we've been talking about, about um, environment and things like that. So, my plonker of the week this week is Lewis Hamilton. All right. So, have you seen this? No, I don't think so. So, he, he's come I'll out. I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan. Okay. So, I, I, I'm going to agree him. with what everything I, I don't mind him. I don't mind him. I think it gets a bit of a hard stick sometimes. But anyway, so he's come out and he's called out like Max Verstappen and a couple of other F1 drivers saying they're not doing enough for the environment. They're not, the people, uh, everyone needs to do a bit more. Everyone needs to be pulling together to save the planet and stuff. I think you absolute hypocrite. You drive an F1 car for a living. You fly around the world with your dog on a private jet and you're telling us that we are not looking for the planet enough. You hypocrite. Well, 
<laughs> this is like we're in sync because my plonker of the pod this week is an absolute hypocrite also. I just want to say as well, the Lewis Hamilton thing, I've been given information second hand and Lewis was talking about it and I was like, is this genuine? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've not fact-checked it, but I've jumped on the bandwagon and I've been told this and I completely agree with it. Like, what you're doing is just safeguard yourself in case Lewis Hamilton ever rings you up and goes, want to come on my private chat? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I never said that Lewis, it was from somebody else. Yeah, someone else said it. But I just, I just think, what an hypocrite. If you, if you genuinely want to change the planet, go drive for Formula E. And that's not my point. So one of the lads said, if that if you genuinely are conscious about the planet and stuff, stop driving F one car and go drive for Formula E. I think like he's in a he's in a position of privilege as well. I think he's in a position of power and influence. When you're in them type of positions, do your bit. Mm. You know, get out there and you know befriend Greta Thunderberg. You know, and and you know be her friend. But like you say, don't fly around in your flashy plane yeah. and live in. Yeah. And, and like shores. the effort it takes to take an F1 team from one country to another must be absolutely ridiculous on the environment. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying we should get rid of the sport because it, it probably has a big, massive influx in economy boost. It has a big influx of, it gets the world going. I've not got a problem with that sort of thing. I just think people in glass houses don't throw stones. Yeah. That sort of mentality is in like... Is it really? Does he really know what he does for a living and what what that's doing? Maybe maybe that's him trying to say, yeah, okay, I appreciate I what I do needs to be better. So therefore, can everyone else do their bit so I don't have to? I, I think what he's saying is, I'll continue doing what I'm doing. You eco friendly your car, make them slower so I can keep winning. Probably, yeah. I, I, yeah I'm just not. A fan. Yeah, he apparently called out a couple of the drivers because apparently they're not doing enough to. If he rings me, and asks me to go on his private plane, and I'll, I'll say no. I'll give him your number though. That's fine. I quite like him. I don't mind him as a guy. He gets a lot of bad stick, I think, sometimes. But like I said, when I heard that this week, I was just like, yeah, what is going on there? I like him because he's a hypocrite. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gone. So that so takes a nice lot to your my plonk hypocrite. of the pod. You got a hypocrite as well? A huge then? hypocrite. My plonk of the pod. And I'm sure everybody must have seen this. You might have seen this. My hypocrite this week is Liam Norton. Okay. Seen this. Nice. Isn't so it? Liam Norton is like a front man for Insulate Britain. He's seen the M25 people that have just been packed. Yeah, protesting and blocking, yeah. I get that everybody's got a free speech, everybody's got a right to protest. But what he's saying is that houses, British houses should all be insulated to obviously save you on your heating costs, bring your heating bills down so you're not just losing everything into the environment. Great point. Liam, is your house insulated? No, it's not. So he's leading a protest saying it should be, but he doesn't even have his own house insulated. Can you not afford it? Well, this is what he's kind of saying. I'm thinking, does he not have a job? If it's, if it's something, right, if you're a vegetarian and you, you're on the breadline, forgive the pun, yeah. but if you're on the breadline and you're a vegetarian, you're still going to stand by what you hmm. believe in, aren't you? If you're an eco-friendly person, you're not going to drive like a diesel car, or not, like any type of gas car. You will go, right, I'll get a, a more eco-friendly car or an electronic car. Electronic? Yeah. Electric car. <laughs> we get you. You live by what you believe in, don't yeah. you? So you would do what you can to get your house insulated. He doesn't have his insulated. And the the things, and again, I get the people that's right to protest and things like that, but that protest hurt people. And that's what there was after one. There was after a big statement. But mm. I just think there's another way of being able to do it without... I found it well, dangerous, stopping a motorway. And when you have an accident, it causes like bumper-to-bumper collisions, doesn't it? Do you know if you're tilting down it? Yeah, well, they had him on 
uh, Good Morning Britain, and Richard Maidley had a dig at him, and he ended up walking off. Oh, did a proper Piers Morgan and stormed off. In in a just think. He, he asked him all the right questions, though. He was, basically, what he was saying was, look, we don't want people to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. There was a lady in one of them cars with her, was she with her daughter? And she was in the stage of having a stroke. Oh, wow. She got into that traffic jam, clearly couldn't get out. No ambulances or anything could get in. She had a stroke, she's now paralysed. Oh, man. So, these ways and means of doing yeah. this thing. And I just think... Protests like that are just not the way. It, it's so, dis, not just disruptive, but destructive as well. Mm. And Well, it's selfish. Like I said, there's a selfish thing there where you're not thinking of the next person yeah. that needs some sort of... I mean, someone might have been on to a job interview. Or, do you know, oh, like that, do you know what I mean? And Absolutely. Something that somebody needed. Somebody might have needed to get to uh, an exam. Somebody yeah. might have needed to get to treatment at the hospital, whatever it may, whatever large or small, it's your reason. Just getting into work that day, yeah. uh, it, it could have just, it's affected a lot of people and yeah, just huge hypocrite. Mm. So I'm not- I ain't seen this. Was Liam Neeson leading the charge of- Liam Norton, it's not Liam Neeson, <laughs> he's the American actor. Oh yeah, that's what I was, I've, I've got adding my head all the way through then thinking, God, this guy, so, so yeah. Liam Norton, who is Liam Norton? He's then? just a, a- regular guy. A regular oh. guy. I, I honestly, I leave Neeson in my head. I'm thinking, God, this guy, this guy. Talking like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to find you. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, because I nearly said about Liam Neeson. Didn't he, when he pre, uh, pressed not long back for doing something really stupid? I don't know. I think I'm sure he did something really stupid. Probably right? flying his private jet. Oh. Probably. But yeah, oh, right, okay. So it's, it's just a Joe Bloggs guy, is it then? It's just a Joe Bloggs oh, guy. Right. Just part of this group. He's like a modern day swampy. And so he stormed off, did he? He didn't like the questions he was being asked. To be fair, like to you know, to to certainly rationale the argument on them type of programs, Piers Morgan used to do. He used to ask a question, then halfway through their answer, he'd butt in. Mm. He didn't give them. And Richard Mayle is very, very similar. So I get that, but the both of them are very good at talking. So what you get is one person asking a question, and then the other person responding with a question. Yeah. Uh, just answer, answer the question, question yeah. but what TV want is that they want someone to storm off and walk yeah. off and it be you know clickbait. That's what it's at. that's what mm-hmm. they after, and that's what they succeeded doing. But my plonker of the pod this week is Liam Norton, not Liam Neeson. <laughs> not Liam Neeson. <laughs> I like Liam Neeson. <laughs> Good actor. Um, I just should just say it was Ellie's birthday this week. So oh, happy birthday, Ellie! Ellie hit the big two 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 this week. Um, yeah, so happy birthday, and I got a card right. Nice. Yeah, last year, Stephanie. Stephanie won it last year. So got the card right. So yeah, she had, went out to Home Towers for a day. Oh nice. I love Home Towers. She had a good day. Yeah, she did, yeah. Yeah, I've not been for a while, but um she drove there as well, which is a massive thing for her. Yeah. She's she's been driving, but she's not a big fan of motorways and stuff. And getting to places where you don't know yeah. it's confidence thing. So yeah. really well done for her. So I'm really pleased. So it's been an up and down week. Mm. I think we could come back next week a little bit more positive. Yeah, always. Yeah. Like we'll have a nice week. Grumpy week. Nice week. Yeah, yeah. Proper grumpy week. Yeah. Grumpy, grumpy old man. I'll be all right as long as nobody pops on my doorstep. I might just do it just to spy you. <laughs> oh, God. Imagine that. I'll bring an horse round to your house. <laughs> I might bring some tortoise poo and just lay down on the floor for you. That'd be the type of thing you'd do as well. Yeah. Right. Let's do this all again next week. Let's do it. I'll see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. Uh, you keep yourself smiling. That's it. Thank you for listening right to the end of this week's podcast and we hope that you've enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore or get involved by emailing us at dadtales at outlook.com. 
You can also now join our Facebook page by searching Dad Tales. Keep the feedback coming. We are genuinely humbled by all the input and the comments you are providing us. Stay safe, celebrate small victories and keep smiling.